재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 There are many things that we believe to be true that we hold dear to ourselves as complete and utter fact and then we turn around and realize that it's not true at all. For example, when I was growing up, I was convinced that cows were both boys and girls. Or both boys and girls. Yeah. But Maybe. cows are female. Ah, yes. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, I just thought cow is cow is the name of the animal, but no, it's it's cow and bull. You can't say a male cow. That's true. It doesn't work. I believed that for so long and when when somebody picked me up in it and went, oh, "Really? I thought this was true all this time?" I thought the the angels were stars. Okay. I just thought that was like the thing. No, no, the stars. The yeah. stars are stars. And the moon was the god. I was like, wow. Okay, well, that's a very poetic, very romantic way of looking at things. Is it? Or is it just weird? I and don't know. wonderful. <laughs> well, we are certainly talking about weird things that people used to believe. So we're going back 50 years and looking at uh, some things that people held to be true that are definitely not right and certainly a little bit weird. We start off, uh, well, in the United States where... Back 50 years ago, well, more than that, in the late 1950s, uh, there used to be how-to-use-gun classes in some elementary schools. Yeah, I don't know about this, and I, I'm certainly grateful that this doesn't still exist, but uh, as you said, in the late 50s, the, the NRA, the National Rifle Association, thought that children had to learn how to use guns at schools. And it's, it's not like they were training them for, you know, first grade assassins, but I guess they, they just wanted to uh, have some protection and have the skill to teach uh, since they were really young. But, uh, of course, this led to a- accidental deaths and injuries from kids playing with guns and and some states uh, started to offer a free class about uh, gun handling for any child over six years old with the parents permission and indiana state was one of them as well who who wanted to prevent children's accidental gun deaths Uh, four states allowed firearm class uh, classes for grade school students and they insisted that they would only offer a class for the good of the children not for the love of guns okay but it's kind of like, you know, I don't know, it kind of like clashes with each other, don't you think? According to the articles in in Time magazine, the instructor of the Indiana class was happy to answer these questions from kids about the speed of bullets or or other technical queries, but did not want to answer questions like, have you ever shot anyone? Or if you shot a man in the head, how long does it take for him to die? But the fact that grade school kids even wanted a good estimate on the time of death from a bullet wound might mean that teaching children about guns wasn't a great idea. And we can see that with, you know, uh, video games nowadays. It sure. kind of adds on to the violence and the crimes that we've been seeing uh, in nowadays. Yeah, a very strange idea. And speaking of strange ideas, not for kids but for parents, there was one doctor, Dr. Walter W. Sackett Jr., who may have given some of the worst advice ever. He had very clear and very stubborn ideas of how to care for children so they wouldn't grow up to be communists. That yeah. was the thing. He had this He had this regime that you should give your sk- children a strict schedule, even as newborns, and they would grow up to be proper human beings. He thought that you should not feed your children at night. Why? No, no matter how hard they cried, he said, if we teach our offspring to expect everything to be provided on demand, we must admit the possibility that we are sowing the seeds of socialism. How dare these children <laughs> demand milk? 
obviously. Yeah. The, the other thing was, <laughs> he, he was on an accelerated schedule when it came to feeding. He believed that breast milk and formula weren't actually enough, so the babies should start eating cereal, actual food, at two days old. And by ten days old, they could have strained vegetables. And by nine weeks, they could chow down on bacon and eggs or whatever else the family would normally eat. I'd like to turn back time and... And have little little baby Dr. Walter W. Sackett Jr. eating vegetables at uh, such a young age and cereal at 48 hours old. I don't know. I, I some very weird ideas there. But there are other doctors that are a bit uh, a bit more weirder than than Dr. Walter W. Sackett Jr. Okay, some doctors thought that smoking was the best way to treat pregnancy constipation oh, dear. and i think lots of people just thought that uh, smoking was the answer to all things i think lots of people decided to take on the bad habit to lose weight sure well it was marketed that way to begin with it was seen as being a cure for everything if you had a bad cough well have a cigarette sure we know now that the cigarettes are going to cause the bad coughs and much much worse right and pregnancy can cause often bad constipation and nowadays you can eat healthy or take fiber supplements to relieve the discomfort but 50 years ago some doctors had a very different solution to the pregnancy constipation so they suggested pregnant women smoke some cigarettes oh no and they routine, routinely actually advise the woman to smoke uh, to of course get rid of the constipation the the guy though behind this alan f Gutmecker, the vice president of Planned Parenthood and Women's Issue, the quote-unquote expert, was a doctor who wrote the advice in the book. And he said, what's worse, uh, the biggest thing that pregnant should avoid was gaining weight. Oh, my goodness. And he suggested that pregnant women should skip lunch, substitute skim milk with a few unsalted uh, if, if they gain more than Eight, eight or nine kilograms, which are all nonsense and uh, very dangerous to, to mothers, as we now know. But who knows who would have followed these experts' ideas? Absolutely. Thank goodness we have proper medical advice these days. Um, now, we were speaking about jobs. Uh, we mentioned job applications, but what about retirement? Did you know that uh, back in the 60s, a flight attendants had to retire on their 32nd birthday? That's so true. 50 years ago was in the 60s. That's not that long ago. It's not that long, and yet it seems quite a way away, certainly in terms of attitude. Uh, you know, being a flight attendant was supposedly a very glamorous job, and uh, there would be special schools to be a flight attendant, and you had to keep up with the high standards. Sometimes you'd be asked to step on a scale every morning to make sure that their weight and also the appearance was acceptable. And uh, it was also about how you dressed, how you wore your hair, how you did your makeup, how you maintained your figure. And 32 years old was the mandatory retirement age for air stewardesses or flight attendants, as we now call them. Uh, and if you got pregnant or even just married, that meant you also had to retire. What? I know, it's ridiculous. But those were the weird and not very wonderful beliefs that people had uh, you know, 50, 60 years ago. Sure thing. It makes me think, like, what will people think of us 50 or 60 years down the line? I'm not sure, but you know what I do think? Hmm. I believe it's the end of part three. Here's Justin Bieber.